Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Good Company and She Brigade in Conversation. So as mentioned before, we've created these conversations for you from the In Good Company Experience Business Festival. On today's show, we're talking to Zasipo Mwango. Zasipo is a dynamite. If you read up on Zasipo, you will hear that everyone says you do not just meet her, you experience her. Zasipo has worked with brands such as Estee Lauder, Clinique, Chanel, and is currently the brand manager for Pons at Unilever. She's been recognized as one of South Africa's 100th most influential, 100 most influential young South Africans. She's a marketer who's found passion and purpose in building beauty and brands. And she's very, very passionate about purpose. At her young age, she's even been named one of the top 10 rising youth wonders under the age of 30 at Biz Community. Tune in as we speak about everything from branding to purpose. Can't wait for you to listen. Okay, hey everyone, we have with us today Zesipo Mwango. Zesipo, I know welcome. you were so nervous, you said it perfectly. <laughs> I was like, did I say it right? Perfectly. <laughs> okay, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. We've been saying we're going to do this forever, so I know, I'm so right? excited. Do you see how the universe works, guys? We've been wanting to get together and here we are now, together. right? I'm I love so it. Okay, so um, for those who don't know, for our audience, can you just let Hi, our audience know? Hi, audience! <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> can you just let our audience know who is Zesipo? What do you do and why do you do it? Sure. I'm so glad that you asked the why because that for me governs everything. Um, I am a marketeer, but there is so much more of a why to that to it than just being a marketeer. Mm. So, for me, my guiding light and my purpose and my why every single day is to impact global beauty and luxury brands articulation of the African narrative. Um, I was saying earlier uh, on our panel discussion, I am guided by a quote by Toni Morrison that says, I want to do good work and I want to be in places where good work is being done. And I'm lucky enough to have been able to do good work and to be in places where good work is being done at some really, really exciting um, and and brilliant global beauty brands. Mm. So I started my career off at Estee Lauder um, I then moved on to Chanel and yep. I now okay. work on the Unilever Pons brand. Yes, and congrats on your latest campaign. I love it. Oh, I was following you. the behind the scenes Wait before till you even see launched. the next one. No, there's Where, more. Oh, there is always more. <laughs> there's more. There is always more. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's incredible. So you've worked with a lot of global brands and mm. bringing them um, to South Africa and basically highlighting them in the South African context. Mm. Why is that important to you? So I believe deeply in telling great stories. And I Mm. think the stories that we have to tell from an African lens about what our beauty means to us, about what beauty is from an Mm. African point of view, um, is such an exciting challenge for global brands because they have figured out what it means to be a European, an American, a South American beauty. But the fact that only we as the custodians of brands in the South African and African context can guide the narrative for these global hegemonies and these these multinational brands is such an exciting thing to wake up to every day. Um, The knowledge that we get to on on a global scale impact the way the world sees African beauty. Um, So in as much as my role and my job and my work allows me to serve a calling of 
bringing beauty to the South African consumer, I really recognize the responsibility that I have um, and the joy it brings me to take African beauty to the world as yes. well. Because yes. when we advocate for local faces to be part of campaigns globally and when we make sure that we have local influencers and local talent as the faces of our campaigns what it does is it says to global brands there is there's something in the air in South Africa yeah. firstly the women are so incredibly beautiful yeah but also there's this energy that we have mm. that they are suddenly becoming so conscious of and so aware of um, and really that is my responsibility as a marketeer and as a custodian of um, the South African um, market of, of, of a global brand is to make sure that globally um, the rest of the world is aware of, yeah. of, of what South Africa is, Has is, to offer. is capable of. Yeah, oh, we're here. So we're exciting. Here. You know? Okay, so when it comes to brands with purpose, because mm. I know you speak a lot about purpose. I mean, I follow you on social media mm. and you speak a lot to purpose and your calling and all of that, right? Mm. When it comes to brands with purpose, mm. what has been like an amazing example that you've like come across in your mm. career? So I think for me, I'm at an exciting space um, career-wise because I'm a marketeer who is living in an era of brands um, and in marketing where we are serving an understanding and a logic that is based on the fact that brands that have purpose, mm. that have an intention, that have a story and speak that story to consumers and relate that story to consumers are growing fundamentally faster than those without. Mm. And so what that says to us is we as marketeers now have a greater calling than ever to understand what the fundamental truth of our brands is. Yeah. And um, we have a calling to almost help consumers step into the future of what beauty is, where beauty is not just about um, light skin or straight hair mm. or looking a certain way but beauty is all sorts of things and I think for me as an individual because I'm so rich with purpose and calling and serving that and understanding that what I have to do matters yeah. and that I'm here to make an impact it's exciting to be part of brands that are awakening to that realization yeah. because what it does is it then challenges me to channel my same sense of individual purpose mm -hmm. into the brands that I serve and into the consumers and to the narrative that I'm trying to to influence like, and impact and inspire. You know, just watching you speak, right? It's so incredible. <laughs> I just want to know, you, you're so passionate. I love the fact, like, I can, <laughs> like when you speak, right? How was it finding your way in this specific career, right? Mm. Like when you started out, how did you find your calling and your purpose mm. as you seem to have found now? Mm. So I think there are two types of people in the world and there are some who immediately awake, awaken to what their calling yeah. is and awaken to where they are their best selves. Mm. Um, thankfully, I, from the start of my career was one of those. I remember mm. one of my first days in university res, um, not having been to a single marketing lecture, not even having stepped into a lecture hall. My first year res um, roommate asked me well, what I was here, you know, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I'm really just here to get the degree so I can be the marketing manager of Clinique. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I guess spoken word and manifestation being yes. what it is my first role ever was at clinique south really? africa um so i guess i've always been incredibly I, I think lucky is such a pitiful way of describing it there is a, a sense of grace um 
it's been a lot of grace, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of persistence and a lot of sureness in, in what the calling is. Um, so for me, it's, it's always been in, in my blood, you know, it's, I, there are people who have asked me, well, what if you just quickly pop into another industry and try, and I'm like, <laughs> doing anything other than this would be an absolute waste of who oh I am. Oh my goodness. I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, and I know that there are another, there's another crop of, of people. Yeah, I was going to say, you said there's two kinds of so people. So the second stream of people is the kind who um, kind of have to allow their interest to guide what their passions are. So mm. where passion and purpose doesn't come automatically. And I think the great fallacy about passion and, 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 and purpose is that everyone has it. Yeah. Um, and that's a huge misconception mm. because sometimes what we have to do is where there isn't that burning sense of passion immediately, we have to allow for things to pique our interest. You know, um, I, I almost equate it to there's a bird called a hummingbee. And what it does is it takes a certain kind of pollen from one tree uh -huh. and it uses it to actually plant another tree and another flower and its contribution to that flower actually grows that flower and so it moves on and it, and it takes from the other flower and yeah. it moves on to the next and so I think there are two kinds of people there are the ones who are born with that thing you know that lights them up inside that mm. they're sure of and that they would risk it all for and then the second kind is the hummingbirds who kind of allow their interests to to guide where they should be um, and they are the hummingbirds who take from this and they they go and enrich that yeah. and and I think those people for them to follow that journey is where they will find their purpose I, like I relate so much to the really? second person that you're describing really? I, yeah I definitely think okay. that's me my sister's like nodding yeah. behind the camera like yeah, yeah. that's you <laughs> yeah because yeah. purpose the, the idea of purpose is so all-consuming you know yeah. It's, it's the thing that you would give everything to and you'd yeah. risk it all for. And sometimes the, what the people with purpose don't tell you is that it's okay to not have purpose immediately. And it's okay to just have interests. So figure out what you're interested in first, you know. And, and the more you understand what you're interested in and yeah. not interested in, and the, way, the more you weave that web, the closer you become to understanding who you are in your truth. Mm. Um, and that's when you unlock the thing that really that you were here to do and that you that you were called to do yeah oh wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I came here hoping to talk about brands oh, and like no oh, but purpose, now is, purpose is so much more exciting but it is it is intention <laughs> intention. intention guides everything yeah okay so I mean you've, you've 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 actually spoken a bit to it but what is it that keeps you going and what keeps you motivated is um, it your purpose or I mean, my purpose, obviously, in terms of what keeps me going, um, is the fundamental teaching that I have been given by my mother from a young age and that I, I continue to now use as my guiding pillar that, mm -hmm. that I can do all things through a Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. um, so, so when everything else in me has failed, I, I, I love that I am guided by that as, as my sense mm -hmm. of of truth, of, of the fundamental thing about me that no matter how much I have struggled through something and felt like I've beat my head against a brick wall, the thing that keeps me going is that I 
can do all things through a Christ who strengthens me because I have been anointed by a power from on high to mm. be right here in this moment today with you right now <laughs> <laughs> okay so i ask all of my guests this whether it's on my I'm podcast scared. <laughs> whether it's on my podcast or whether it's like all the guests that i've sat with today right mm-hmm. if you could go back and talk to your younger self mm. what would you say to her so not what, so scary no, <laughs> it's okay um <laughs> So a, a mother of a boy who had leukemia mm-hmm. um, and he unfortunately passed, but on his dying bed, his last words to her were, oh mom, it was so easy. And I remember watching that, that episode where the woman was, was telling the story of that being the last thing her son said to her. He said, oh mom, it was so easy. Yeah. And then I got it. That that is the one fundamental thing if if all of us look back i think that's what we would probably say is that oh it was so easy if we just if we just saw that everything was right in front of us you know the answers were right there everything was guided by love and the truth of who we are and it was so easy you know so i think if i could go back to my younger self i'd probably say to her oh baby it, it's it's so easy you think it's so complicated now and you think the answer isn't there and there yeah. won't be a resolution and that it won't get better but oh baby it's it's so easy it'll it'll all you know like it's, it's okay. so easy it's right there it's so easy oh wow <laughs> yo i'm ex- like i'm so excited to talk to you right now i really listen we need to do like a full episode because oh, we need to I'm deep exa- dive into into you oh. and wow and how you become this person thank you so much thank you thank you for sharing with our audience today thank you so so Bye, much audience. <laughs>